Aaron, I love I love your pictures. How they're always you got the black and white stuff going on, man. Yeah, all my pictures on Instagram because, um, yeah, black black. Like I heard this quote. I th- it was by a famous photographer a long time ago. Is like when you photograph in color, you photograph somebody's clothes. When you photograph in black and white, you photograph their soul. I like that. And so, like, dude, you get so much more emotion out of a black and white picture. And uh, what I've been doing daily. No, I was doing it when we, I was down in Florida. It was like going for a walk, you know, like an hour a day. Yeah. I've been doing that now here too, just to, you know, clear my head and stuff. And I've been walking down like the Bearskin and uh, the Bearskin Trails is like a 18 mile uh, red granite path that was put in through the woods here in Minocqua. And um, I've gotten the chance to walk on that the last few days. And then I kind of walked through town on Saturday. Well, what night's the ski show? That's uh, like Wednesdays. Wh- Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Okay. So I was there. F- so Friday, I walked downtown. It was beautiful out, and I went to the ski show. That was like the first time I went to the ski show in, since I was a kid. Really? Yeah, and I was by myself, and uh, I don't do a lot. Like, I, I got to start getting out more by myself because, like, I don't get out with people anyways. I'm just like, I don't really go out. I don't drink, stuff like that. But honestly, getting out by myself and walking down the bearskin, walking through town and things like that where – I've lived here my whole life, but really never just did things by myself in town is a really different feeling. Well, it's weird, too, because it's such a tourist economy yeah. here. And, you know, as as locals, it's something that when you're young, you kind of resent it a yeah. bit where yeah. you're like, oh, gosh, why aren't these people here in the winter when it's freezing? They come up here for the summer. They enjoy their time. And you I'm, know, yeah, I'm trying thing. to step back and appreciate. Right. It. Yeah. And, you know, it actually took me until until I was about 18 before I really kind of uh took a look at it from from that point of view because yeah. i mean i took it for granted growing up where you know a couple of my friends had boats i didn't uh it was something that you know i'd just be playing with my friends doing something on the weekend and then uh, after going to the navy and coming back after that first year um and, and being back on leave it was something that i like looked i'm like we live in an amazingly beautiful place and there's so much to take advantage of out here and then i ended up getting on the ski team uh yep. so that ski show you watched the other day the monocobats that was a blast that was something that you know for for y'all listening it's pretty much a ski show where uh you know you have a few thousand people in the stands maybe not maybe not a few thousand on the fourth probably uh, on the fourth for sure but there's probably a good a good 500 right you know, normally yeah good yeah ton and yeah. it's uh completely donation based and what we do essentially is just put on a show for the the people in town so it's been going it's it's i believe the Manaquabats is the longest running ski, ski show. show it is yep yeah and um which is actually pretty incredible and you know my uncle really well yep. and he he drove he used to drive the fliver okay and the fliver is a really little boat guys like a little boat like the size of the lazy eight yacht club table here with a little nine nine, I believe, or like a ten horse motor. Really, I I didn't I haven't even seen that boat. Yeah, it's uh, it's down on the dock actually right now, and they used to, they stopped they stopped driving it for a while, and but it's down on the dock. I saw it Friday, and my uncle used to used to do that, and they do this act at intermission where they drive the two boats really slow, like the two ski boats really slow next to each other, so there's a big wake that collides between them, and then the fliver comes between them from the other way and then jumps it. Oh, that's cool. So like, dude. It gets some air, and my my uncle's pr- was pretty ballsy when he was a kid. So like he he was always the fliver driver, and dude, he freaking launched off of that wave one time. It was there's a picture of it somewhere, but he had a barefoot suit on, and the fucking prop caught his barefoot suit, cut the barefoot suit open, like down it, and didn't touch his skin. Really? Yeah. Like dude, that's gnarly. Nuts. And I'm pretty sure that's like kind of 
kind of when they started like maybe not doing that, not doing that. <laughs> but I think they might just rip it around. But we kind of got off on a tangent. Going back to my point is with the pictures is I was so I was walking around town and I think it was Saturday night. Then the little storm was rolling in. Yeah. And what I wanted to go to back to the black and white thing is that when when you well like a sunny day photographing is always worse than a gloomy day. But when you do it in black and white and it's right before a storm rolls in, it's like you can create the most incredible pictures. So I was like standing on Main Street looking down down through town and the clouds were like rolling over town. And I took this picture. And it's badass. I'll show you after this. But um, it's all black and white. And then you like just the the, the contrast between the clouds and like the sky that wasn't as dark in black and white was just absolutely incredible dude it was like it looked like an old picture but this freaking big black storm was like brewing right over the town that is incredible so that's another reason i like black and white you get that real good contrast i like that yeah you know i've never been a big i mean obviously art person but uh you know photography is another one of those things i've been you know kind of shit at my entire life um I'm, i'm the type of person that's like Hey, can you take a picture of us? And I try, and then they're like, "Never mind, we'll just like take a selfie. It'll look better." Never mind, we'd be better off without a picture. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I don't know if it's the angle or I don't know. Maybe my hands get all smudgy or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but you know, whatever it is, whenever I take a picture, it ends up shit. So, <laughs> hey so. guys, so we got some people in here. Balo, Meta, Prime. Nice to see you guys. You um, got the crew. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I love it, man. I love the crew. We always got the crew going. So we're doing. Uh, Make sure everybody is in trivia tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. Aaron's mom's going to be running that. She's got... So there's a hoodie up, up for grabs. Yep, there's a hoodie up for grabs. Um, I was... So we started the the Hype Girl official Buy Lazy Yacht Club kind of branding for my mom and uh, with the official Hype Girl thing. And um, there is a section on the website for it. There is not gear on it at this point. I'm hoping to buy next Monday. We have the first like hype girl buy lazy eight yacht club gear up, and then um, we're gonna give the first piece away for trivia next week. So my mom's gonna have her own kind of like hype girl little bit little collection there. Um, so we're really excited about that. So we're gonna be doing the sweatshirt today. Uh, my mom she was texting me this morning. She says she's got all of her trivia questions and answers ready. It's uh, it's uh, the theme is movies, movie trivia. Okay. All right, I'll have to I'll have to make sure I check it out because uh, I'm pretty much a fiend for movies. Yeah, so. I'm not. So <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> so like uh, like I, d- I mean, it could go back to the whole like book conversation we were having right, yesterday, yeah, yeah. where like yeah, after you do think about it, you m- may have read more books than you thought. But um, I'm the same with movies. Is that my attention span is only so long, and when like I'm sitting there watching a movie, I usually can't get through it. Really, and, and most people, when they sit and watch a movie, they like relax and chill, and then take a nap or whatever, you know, or whatever. I'm just like, you know, I, I just never been good at sitting through movies. So, needless to say, I know parts of a lot of movies. Yeah, dude. See, so I'm the so I'm the total opposite. Uh, when I'm watching a movie, it's something that I, I lock in hard um, to the point where, um, and and Jenna can attest to this. When I focus on something, I don't hear any outside noise at all um like you can be sitting there talking to me yelling i'm not gonna hear it and then you're trying to eat but i know you well enough that you're analyzing it yeah you're trying to figure out what's gonna happen or why it's happening or right well and it's weird i kind of do the same thing with books I'm, i'm a very slow reader i love to read but i'm a very slow reader and it's something that um i'll take the time and like read over a sentence multiple multiple times um just to get the 
just to hopefully understand it better. I don't know. It's something that like if I get immersed in something, I'm immersed in it. Um, There's no there's no outside distractions there, which is ironic, too, because um, I'd, I'd also like to say that my my attention span isn't probably the greatest. But it's something that like the second I'm like on a movie. I ain't going to bed. I can start that movie at 1 a.m. and it, it could be a three-hour-long Lord of the Rings thing. I'm gonna sit there and I'm watching for three hours, and then I'll be like hoping for the movie to end so I can go to bed. But I won't turn it off. I just not, not in me, man. Yeah, yeah, I can't do it. Um, you have to watch it to the end. Right. Speaking of crazy movies, and then we'll kind of touch on the NFT space a little bit and what's going on. But um, that one movie uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio, Titanic. <laughs> I believe it was... That was the fakest laugh I've ever heard. <laughs> like, like ha, 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 here's a pity laugh for you, Gunnar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it, it. It was fake because I didn't even realize Leonardo DiCaprio was in that movie. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, in my head, like, oh, shit. Yeah, you really aren't a movie guy, huh? <laughs> uh, but it's, what what was it, Shutter Island or something? Yeah, okay. I know what you're All talking right. about. Yeah. So, like, that movie is actually a movie I dialed into really hard and watched a while back dude that takes you on so many pivots that you aren't expecting right that i'm like i just loved it i loved every minute of it because like they the 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 biggest thing i took away from that movie was how he always lit the other guy's cigarette right Right. and i just took that as such a sign of respect like i was like you're sitting there smoking a cigarette you know and it, it was kind of like a you know, it felt like an older, classier way of smoking a cigarette, I guess. But, like, he'd always light the other guy's cigarette. Well, then turns out, like, the cigarettes were the poison or whatever. So, like, he was feeding, or, you know, whatever, whatever like, transpired over time. I can't remember what it was. But there was something that had to do with the cigarettes from the beginning to the end. Right. But to me, it was, like, looked like respect, and then it wasn't. Right. So, I get that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just thought that that whole thing was so interesting how many times it, it turned did, did you watch the end of that movie? Yeah, when they're like, <laughs> no, on the, I, yeah. I mean, I I watched the whole movie. I don't really remember it now. But they were like on the side of the cliff. They found whatever in there, her, whoever it was. But see, they have one of the biggest twists though in in any movie. Spoiler alert for for people here. But the guy was insane. None of it was right. real. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's that was the biggest twist of it all. Right. It was yeah. like holy. Yeah, no, it was like uh, I I love I love that movie. Uh, that was one where I I overanalyzed it, where I was like, oh, they made it look like he's insane. I'm like, well, maybe he isn't insane, and they just like made him think he's insane, and he's not. I don't know. I I went in the weeds on that one. Dude. I ended up getting a mind fuck from it. Um, yeah, because you you predict it one way, and it was totally different. Well, that 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 uh, you know, since we're talking movies and, and twists, uh, Fight Club was another one that was like that. I don't know if you've ever seen Fight no. Club. It, it's insane. I mean, it's a classic, so I'm sure everyone here who's wanted to see it uh, has seen it. And I know the the first rule is not to talk about it. But um, with Fight Club, it's interesting because you have this guy. He's kind of like, you know, uh, he's kind of like a wimpy dude, right? Like, you know, not really charismatic, not really whatever. And um, he goes through this this whole like uh, almost like self help sort of deal where Brad Pitt is, like, helping him and trying to get his confidence up, and he starts the Fight Club and all this shit's going on. They have, like, this giant empire he makes. And then, you know, you end up finding out that Brad Pitt isn't even real, and mm-hmm. it's, like, actually just the guy. Um, so he'd like, he'd, like, fight himself in front of people and, like, like beat the shit out of himself and stuff. Um, wow. In his mind, he was in a fight, but everyone else just seen him just, like, punch the shit out of himself. So, like... I don't know. It's it's a pretty cool movie. If you like those twists and turns ones, um, you know, Fight Club. Uh, you know, it's a new movie. I don't. I'm just kidding. Uh, it's <laughs> been out for 30 years, but, um, yeah, dude, it's it's a fun one. Hell yeah. 
So who else we got? We got some more people in here now. Amazing. Nice to see everybody. We've just been chatting. So talking about movies and pictures right now. Yeah, Gunner, what's the uh what what's the latest YouTube this morning? The scoop well, uh the scoop pretty much in, in NFT world is everyone's kinda just still freaking out about uh, you know, NYC. Um NFT NYC and how wh- what that really did for the space. Pretty much it was just a bunch of board apes and crypto punks uh running the space, trying to figure out where Goblin Town fits into the ecosystem and into the NF- NFT space, which I mean, apparently they're, I mean, they're as legit as it comes now. I mean, they're borderline, they're right on the fence of blue chip at this point, which is actually pretty sick. Um, you know, we've we've talked about them a lot throughout the past, you know, month, two months, and to kind of watch them be from that like, hey, degen yeah. space to that reveal with their founders and going through it. Um, yeah, I think the space is pretty accepting now that they are, in fact, getting to the blue chip mark. Did you see the tweet this morning? about um i don't know what page it was on but i'm sure it was everywhere it was a guy was standing in line to get into ape fest and like apparently didn't have the wallet connected to his phone that had the ape in it or something but they wouldn't let him get in so as he was standing there he just bought a mutant ape really yeah it was like 80 eth or something and (laughs) it like it was like somebody else tweeting about it he's like whoever's standing in front of me and, and didn't have the right wallet on their thing and couldn't get into Ape Fest and then just bought a mutant ape for 80 ETH right in front of me. You're a legend. Yeah. Like, it was, like, awesome or for whatever. For 80 ETH? No, probably 18. 18, 18 maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I was wrong on that. It was an 8-something. I was like, damn, if he just the bought mutants, an 80 ETH. Well, yeah, the mutants are less than the yeah. regulars. So, yeah, it must have been, like, 18 or something, but. Still nuts. Yeah, <laughs> like, either like, way, right, it was, like, time to go to Ape Fest. But yeah. Speaking of board apes, uh, a little bit of alpha for our community. Um you know, we've been tracking uh, the different mints over the past week, uh, which, you know, proud to say we've sold about, you know, 25 new mints um, here in the past week about. Yeah, yeah, and about um, the uh, one of one of the, the new members of our community is actually a board ape holder and, uh, and not a small one either. Um, has a board ape. Uh, I want to say like four or five mutant apes and bunch of stuff. So, I mean, I'm not going to just like, you know, put them on blast or anything here, but, uh, you know, grateful, uh, grateful that people that, you know, are true NFT collectors and, and holders and people that, um, you know, have been in the space for a long time and obviously has accumulated a, uh, accumulated a lot of experience, um, you know, seeing, you know, seeing the potential in our project and our company is, uh, you know, it's rewarding and it's it's humbling and, and we're grateful for it. So just want to highlight that a little bit. Uh, we got another another board ape on board, which is pretty cool. Um, I'm just seeing the comments now here, Meta and, and Bala. So sounds like Meta is saying that a bunch of people got sick while they're like at New York City, NFT New York City, COVID or something. I haven't actually heard of that. I mean, I I don't put it past it. I mean, you're in you're in an environment where there's a ton of people. Yeah, um, so many people got sick at NYC. It was insane, I heard. And then he said COVID, apparently. Um, he's yeah. typing right now. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's part of the game, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, um, you go to a big event and... Interesting. Um, yeah, we got another... Yeah, let me just make sure this you is got my a question? question, too. Nope. We're good. Yeah, so, I mean... But yeah, as far as, as far as NFT space goes, though, first of all, I think the bigger thing right now, the crypto space has been moving and doing some weird things. Um... There's weird. Uh, there's some weird stuff going on. Uh, one of the biggest um, Bitcoin billionaires or crypto billionaires uh, just bailed out a bunch of different cryptocurrency companies. Um, and uh, I was I was researching it a bit yesterday, and essentially what what it was saying was 
uh, this dude went out and he actually bailed out his competitors uh, upwards in the the area of seven hundred and fifty million dollars. Um, bailed out a few of his competitors because uh, they, similar to a conversation we had before, um, a lot of times in the cryptocurrency, uh, the cryptocurrency industry, there's a lot of borrowing and leveraging assets, and then it almost creates like this cascading effect of like, hey, we borrowed from here and leveraged it here to borrow more money and leveraged it here to borrow more money. And then if one of those companies that are doing that takes an outside bet that doesn't pay off, um, they can't make those calls uh, when people want to, to liquidate their funds. So they go through that and it starts breaking down each company. So when this guy saw that that was kind of what happened, um, he just went and bailed out the companies fast. Just really? to keep that in, that infrastructure intact. Huh. Yeah, because it could have been really bad for the cryptocurrency industry. Uh, there was somewhere like, yeah, like $750 million um, that, you know, wouldn't have been able to be liquidated. And, yeah, it would have been more bad than good. And this guy literally gave away $750 million to make sure it didn't happen. So, wow. Yeah, so, you know, you, you know he's probably sitting there uh, filthy, stupid, Bitcoin rich, but, you know. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's really an early investor, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, there's a lot of different stuff going on right now affecting all kinds of markets and stuff. I mean, what's ETH at now? Twelve something? Yeah, like twelve fifty. Yeah, so it l- a week and a half or two weeks ago, it had gotten down to what six hundred something. No, I think the lowest it ended up getting to was right around nine hundred. Okay. All right. Which is still stupid. Yeah. Though. Yeah. But yep. you know, what's your prediction now, or what? Like, what are you finding now, kind of on info with like, Bit Bitcoin going up and down? I mean, there was kind of a maybe a false like up there for a little bit. Yeah, still might be. I. So I personally think that um, there's going to be a pretty big low in Bitcoin coming very shortly, yeah. uh, and the reason being, um, so the the New York Stock Exchange just added a a new EFT that um essentially allows people to short bitcoin it's called bt b-i-t-i um it's a bt or bto but it essentially is it's not so it's a derivative of bitcoin because right now on the the new york stock exchange you can't exchange bitcoin and they don't actually have an etf that ties to the actual asset that you hold but they do have an etf um that ties to the future of bitcoin um whether that's positive and then now they're releasing the the future of bitcoin which is negative so you can actually bet against bitcoin by buying these etf stocks or shares um now the the implications of that are pretty crazy because when bto or bt whatever the positive one was i can't remember off the top of my head uh when they released that that was back in i want to say september october last year and they allowed people to bet on the positive future of Bitcoin. So if you buy it, if Bitcoin goes up, you make money. Well, right after they released that, uh, you know, people like from the normal stock exchange, normal Web2 money, uh, they aped into that EFT. And because they aped into that, you saw Bitcoin's price skyrocket and up getting to its highest all-time price. So, and obviously there were other things there. You know, the, the market... Um, the market consensus was Bitcoin was going to 100 grand. So anyone who got in at any point in time between 30 to 60 to all the way up to 69K, which was the all-time high, everyone believed that Bitcoin was going to 100 grand, so it made it easy to ape in. Now, that being said, because the ETF came out 
that shortly before uh, it hit the all-time high, people start thinking, okay, well, that probably had a huge factor in it because that's something that normal people can get into cryptocurrency in an easy way. So all of that pertaining to what's going on right now and what happened, I believe it was yesterday it actually launched, is now you have the ability to buy an ETF that shorts Bitcoin. So if, uh, you know, and I don't want to use this, this could be a, a logical fallacy here, but if they bought that and it went up, and that was the future of Bitcoin betting on it going up, now they have the ability to buy where it goes down. I mean, hot take, but I think we see a relative uh, minimum for Bitcoin here in the next few weeks. But I don't think, I don't think Ethereum um, is going to lose as much value as Bitcoin is because that ETF itself is going to have a big impact on Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. But the people that are in Ethereum are already, they're, they're pretty into Ethereum. Mm -hmm. um, and there's no outside sales pressure from the normal world. Uh, normal. Um, Web zero. Web zero. Web two. Uh, there, there's no real pressure to sell off your Ethereum right now. Um, whereas with Bitcoin, there's a lot of that sales pressure, especially after that ETF is is well known and talked about. Right. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. I mean, small actions, big effect in a way. Right. And in this case, big actions, big effect. I mean, this yeah. is the stock exchange coming yeah. out and saying, right. hey, yeah. you have the ability to short Bitcoin. Like Big money. If you want to go fuck Bitcoin, go ahead. You know, so that's that's a big action taken. And, you know, what's what's really stupid about the whole thing is the reason they create these, uh, you know, rather than having an ETF that's just like, hey, this is tied to an actual holding of Bitcoin. The reason they won't do that is because it's too volatile. And that's what the stock exchange says. That's what, you know, the SEC says and all the shit. But then they have a derivative ETF that is more volatile than the actual asset itself. So, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me, but um, it is what it is, and it's happening. So It's interesting. Yeah, so if you're looking there to short some Bitcoin, I mean, number one, if you're a crypto person, just go on KuCoin and short Bitcoin. There's no reason to, to buy this. But if you're big money and you actually hate uh, cryptocurrency and you've never heard of it before, number one, this is a weird podcast for you to be listening to. <laughs> um, but number two, uh, yeah, go buy BT or Bito, and you can short it that way. So Heck yeah. A little bit of Robin Hood stock action. Oh, uh, what is what is uh Meta Apex saying there down the bottom? All right, so the he was just saying he saw on Twitter that you know people were posting that it was people were sick, and then he said I thought Bitcoin was gonna hit a hundred k in twenty eighteen and went to three. So I didn't have the best analyzing strategy, but nowadays you could buy the ETF against Bitcoin. So basically, yeah. The, like the stock market calls and puts contracts, so that's cool. Right. Basically, just. Yeah. No, I mean e exactly right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I don't know. We'll see what sort of implications this has for, you know, for Bitcoin here in the immediate future. I mean, I think long term, we all know where Bitcoin and Ethereum and Solana and AVAX and you know these these cryptocurrencies are headed. Um, but at the same time, you know, in the short term, it's something that we have so many factors right now in in the actual economy to deal with. And, you know, we can get into some of that too, like the more macroeconomic stuff. But, 
I mean, yeah, right now a lot of people don't have a ton of money to be throwing into assets, um, you know, which helps some people, hurts some people. But in the short term, uh, it's definitely not going to help this uh, this market. Right. Yeah, I mean, just a lot of interesting macroeconomics going on. Um, and it's really, you know, th- yeah, I mean, it, from the Web Zero perspective, too, you know, like most of the macroeconomics, you know, is through the Web <laughs> the Web Zero, the Web Two kind of. Right. You know, and then you got you got the cryptocurrency on top of it, you know, kind of its own macroeconomics in a way, crypto as a whole. Um, but one controls the other or plays off of the other. So, you know, as for the economy as a whole worldwide, whatever the currency is, there's a lot of interesting things going on. So to like really know what where things are going, it's hard to predict right now because there's so many things happening. I mean, it's very it's very interesting how many things happen on a daily basis that can fluctuate it or choices made by different companies. It's like, just like you were just talking with Bitcoin. It's like, yeah. what's next or what's the next change? Right. And, you know, uh, and some more detailed points with that, you know, with the economy, um, well, specifically the inflation rate um, and the interest rates going up, right? Mm-hmm. So... It's it's interesting how that works, right? Because you have as interest rates go go up, money becomes more expensive, and you can't borrow so much. So you look at those those assets um, that you can you can buy at at a loan. Mm-hmm. So things like vehicles and housing, um, yeah, home those real those real investments, um, money is more expensive. So people have less money, uh, or they they take less money out. So um, rather than getting a two hundred thousand dollar house, maybe you go for one that's one hundred fifty. You know, and if you do that at scale, I mean, that's a ton of money that's that's not going into the market. All right. So then you look, OK, well, if money's expensive and people can't do that. All right. Well, that's one thing. But then you look at inflation rates and the cost of living goes up. Right. So now you have the cost of living going up in all these different areas, which means businesses raise their prices to go higher. They raise their employees wages um, to match that. But then they also let a lot of people go because they need to cut costs where costs need to be cut. So now you have more people that don't have jobs, which now those people aren't going to be investing or taking out loans or going and, and buying you know houses it's or cars. A, it's a whole nasty trickle down. Right. Well, it's a short term. So there's two schools of thought, right, where you look at like uh, – and there was actually a really good um, forum on it in Congress not too long ago. It was uh, – I want to say it was um, Senator Elizabeth Warren talking with uh, uh, the Federal Reserve. And they were kind of talking about where and what um, what was happening in the economy and, and how they can kind of affect it and, and what's actually taking shape. And there's two schools of thought there where you can do a Band-Aid approach, um, which would be, all right, well, we're going to knock the interest rates off, uh, knocks, knock the taxes off, uh, like you see in the state of Florida right now. And you can see more money being generated more people taking out loans um and then people trying to kind of fix the economy that way and make people feel good right away um and then there's also the hard reset button which is kind of what the federal reserve has done here where it actually helps out it helps out poor people and middle class a lot more doing a reset button because Right now, most of the assets over the past couple of years have been being bought up by hedge funds. Right. Um, they've been like bought up by big companies, 
and a lot of that had to do with with covid especially you know and, and i'm just speaking about the united states here i don't i don't know each and every country's different you know economic right. takes and what's going on there but because they're quote unquote hitting this reset button where money becomes more expensive some people lose their jobs some people go here the economy has to sort of stabilize find out where it's at and then rebuild and you know as as that happens and takes place, people have less money to invest in the stock market and cryptocurrency, which is where you're seeing these prices go down. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's not a, it's a, it's a survival instinct or mode too of like, okay, where's, you know, the the risk versus reward and the volatility of it and things like that. Right. You I know? mean, it's easy to ape into something when everything's going up, but when everything starts going down, like, you know, you want to talk about like the greatest fool. Uh, the greater fool theory, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, I just don't want to be the stupid one, right? You know, and that's that's kind of people's approach to NFT trading and cryptocurrencies and the stock market. Anyway, is like, all right, I just need to be not as dumb as everybody else, and I can make some sick money. Well, if you're looking at the market and it's going down, you're like, well, everyone's being dumb. I don't want to be dumb. I'm going to stay out. Um, you know, when everybody does that, it it doesn't do good things for them, right? So, I mean, I guess the only advice there is find the time to ape in and then ape in when you think everything's going to go up. So look out for those indicators. Um, I'll let you guys know when I decide to do that. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be right. I might be the greater fool here, but uh, we'll find out. i got to make a comment. Sorry, I got the yawns because I was up late and up early. Um, yes, sir. i got to make a comment, though. What's up? It's cold out today. It's very cold out today. Like, dude. why? I have no idea. Well, dude, I was telling you yesterday, I was playing softball in the morning. I show up, and it's like, like fucking 15-mile-an-hour uh, 15 winds, and it's raining. I'm out yeah. there. Every time you hit the ball, you had to either hit a ground ball, and it was slow because the, it was coming right back at you. Or you'd hit something in the air, and the ball would just catch it, and it would just bring it back. Yeah. It was, dude, it was so dumb. Like, we yeah. played this game, and it was like every single hit was like, all right, can you feel the ground ball? And it was just like a fielding match. But That's cool, man. We also got our shit kicked in, but you know, that's a different, yeah. different story. Hey. It was fun. That's cool, man. I drove to Illinois yesterday. Why? Uh, my dad added another another car to his collection, and we had to go pick it up. No shit. So man. it was pretty fun. I mean, it was. I think the honestly the most fun part about it was just driving down there for five hours, just being able to BS with my dad. That's I, cool. I haven't had the chance to like, you know, we're like obviously we're very busy with what we're doing right now, and right. this is the busy season in their business as well. So just having five hours to like just BS with my dad was really cool. Um, obviously we were in separate vehicles on the way home, but, um, it was fun and, and good to get away. Um, hit the road for a little bit, listen to some stuff. Do you drive the car back or did he drive the car back? I drove the car back. The new one? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> How was it? And what was it? Uh, C8 Corvette. Dope. Brand new. So like, it's fast. Dude. <laughs> it's fast. <laughs> He's like, dude, I, I, so... I mean, we're on air, but I went past him at 100 and like 115 miles an hour on the freeway. <laughs> and he calls me. He's like, I thought you were going to hammer on it. I was like, <laughs> I did, dude. I was doing 100 and something. And he's like, he's like, well, it didn't seem like you were, you know, or whatever. But it was like, it was really fun. You know, it was a cool experience because we're my dad and I are really into cars, obviously, with the bullfrog and stuff. And yeah. everything we have is old. So, like, you know, being in a being in a quicker <laughs> new car like that dude is like a whole new experience like you're glued to the ground it's stiff like it feels like you're right. in a race car um so really cool experience but volo auto museum is what it's called and it's il- in illinois so like they do some vehicle sales there 
but like it's this huge museum with like all these buildings and like Jurassic Park stuff. Like this guy was huge into collecting Jurassic Park stuff. So like he has these giant dinosaurs. There. Like it was a That's whole experience, sick. man. So it was fun and you know to get get a, get out on the road. I haven't been on the road in a while. I used to road trip all the time. Um, but just just getting on the road with my dad and then clearing my head on the way home and kind of just cruising with the windows down, singing. Maybe you saw my Snapchat. So I was singing on my Snapchat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see that. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, yeah, man. So like, good weekend. You 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 played a how many games did you play total? Four, I think four, four. games. Really. Yep. Yeah, yeah. How, how long does one of those softball games usually last? Well, they they go pretty quick in the tournaments. Yeah. They have uh, a lot of rules for like um like slaughter rules. They got a lot for just like time. So, um, I think each one's an hour. Um, and then you have like a couple hour break in between because there was like sixteen teams there. So, wow. Yeah. So it was a big bracket. Do you play what? What's a normal game? Nine innings. Uh, so for this tournament, um, it was seven innings, Okay, but it was, uh, I think it was 10 after the fifth. So if a team's up 10 after five games over, um, which every single game we played, uh, it, well, other than one, every other game was slaughter rule. So like we, we slaughtered team, we got slaughtered, uh, and then we ended up, we were slaughtering a team, let them come back uh, in the last inning and we ended up winning, but. Then the last game, like I said, we just got shit on. But um, oh, I need to ask another question tonight. Yeah, are you doing the diaper thing? I am doing the diaper thing. Or is that man. next week? It'll be the, it'll be tonight. Why don't you, why aren't you doing it on the fourth? I'll do both. Oh, you are doing it both. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what time do I got to be there tonight? Uh, I mean, your call, man. I'm probably gonna try to set up here. I want everything to be set up by like four thirty, five o'clock. Okay, and then you have a game, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I play at seven. Um, or actually, I think seven thirty is when the start okay. time is. But yeah, I'll pretty much just be setting up there. Uh, for those of you that don't know, yeah, I play in a, um, essentially a, a baseball league where I wear snowshoes on my feet and I fall in front of a, a big audience, but uh. Because I have a kid on the way, and um, our town lets us sell beer, or rather give away beer, um, I'm actually going to be like posted up, just giving away free beer to people for, for donations for my... Uh, diaper my, fund. Yeah, diaper <laughs> fund coming up for my kid. So. so we're excited about that. I just need to make sure I had that on my schedule for tonight. Yeah, hell yeah. I'll be sitting in the bleachers doing trivia. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I love Thinking it. about being the announcer. Right. I'll be sitting on the side there and trying to answer some trivia questions. Heck yeah, man. Hold on, guys. Can yeah. we take a time out? I'll be on the outfield. Just yeah. <laughs> I got a gutter. You missed it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Trivia. Yeah. I'm trying to win a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. No, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to try my best to make it there tonight. All all things like realistic here um, because I haven't seen snowshoe baseball or softball or whatever in a, in a while. And I would enjoy that. It's a good time, man. <coughs> it's it. Yeah. I just remember last time I was there, like, you know, when you're in the snow, you have so much give. And right. Everything. When, when you're not on the snow with snowshoes, it's, it's no give. not so good. Yeah. And you're like, well, what's weird is there's a, there's a really, and it's a trick and we don't tell people that, that don't, uh, don't usually play on the local team. But with the snowshoe, you have, you know, there's a little square there on the top of the snowshoe that if you put your foot over that square, you'll fall every time because it kind of like, it leg locks you and it, it adds, you kind of like make your, eggs, or your legs into like an L. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you pull your shoe back just a little bit to where your toe is in that hole, yeah. you actually create a new joint. So then from there, you can shuffle and run and jump and do whatever you want. Right, because you got that. Right. So we don't usually tell other teams because it's fun, and then, you know, you get to see them fall or bunch and do the thing. Yeah, but that's like awesome. But, like, all the locals, you know, we've been playing for 20, 30 years, you know, it's something that, like, okay, yeah, we just put our feet this way, and we can, like, do what we want with it. 
but yeah, you'll you'll see some people fall tonight. Um, they'll, they'll probably it'll probably be just because of that. And yeah. and those are like the old school, which oh yeah, those are like, like old sinew, school, old school. Like yep. freaking. Because they used to they they used to dry like intestines, right, or whatever, to make those uh, the straps. strings. Yeah, I think they used to do that, and well, and then leather as well. But yeah, I'm sure they use leather nowadays. Yeah. But yeah, my grandpa's got an old pair that was actually used with like dried out. Oh, you mean like for the webbing for it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like it's actually like an intestine that they, you know, took out of their hunt and gather that weekend or whatever. That's actually sick. Yeah, and then they dry it out, and then it makes that really tight, like, string or whatever. Um, Cool, man. Yeah, it's cool. We got kind of off on a tangent there, but yeah, we always do. Yeah, right, right. I mean, it's part so of So we it. got some big stuff for the week. We got trivia tonight. Um, We're going to be doing some spaces through the week. I don't have the schedule in front of yeah, me. Yeah, well, we have exactly. Tuesday. Tuesday we're doing a space. So tomorrow, um, and actually we were on a space last night with Hungry Hippos. Uh, I ended up minting one of their NFTs. They're minting now. Uh, check it out. Um, But, uh, yeah, I minted one of their NFTs last night. And then uh, I was entered into a raffle, and I ended up winning $200. I mean, I think it was 150 for me to get the NFT. And then I won 200, 200 bucks, and I tried to give it back, uh, you know, because I was a speaker up there, and I was like, "This looks sketchy." Like I'm, yeah. I'm the dude up here speaking with you guys, and I just won. Um, but they came up with a good idea. They're like, "Hey, well, if you want, we'll send you the money. Just mint another one, and then give it out to your community." And I was like, "All right, done, deal." So tomorrow, um, I will be giving away a hungry hippo NFT in our Twitter space. Amazing! That's so, exciting. Yeah, it'll be a Heck good yeah. time, dude. Uh, and and yeah, right now the. The floor price for them and their mint price is 0.12 Ethereum. So, yeah, we're going to be giving out an NFT worth 0.12 Ethereum tomorrow. Um, so, you know, hope you guys can make it and hopefully win Absolutely, dope-ass NFT. That's exciting. I know, uh, yeah, I like giving away the NFTs and stuff. That was kind of fun. We did a few Cyclo turtle Turtles early on. Right. And obviously we love the Cyclo Turtles. Shout out to Cyclo Turtles. We all, everybody in here and I know loves Cyclo Turtles too, but... Um, great group of guys great group of people the hill obviously is like great always team. always communicating always having a good time with us um but yeah i mean i think uh um i, I have to check now but i made a tweet a little bit ago we were one yacht short of the bounty for the gold yacht so make sure get in there we just need to mint one more to give that gold yacht away right um unless it's been done in the last half hour um but you know th- so that's exciting and then gunner's going to you know, as soon as we do that, we'll send that out, post another bounty. We'll get another bounty up there. Yeah, so I, we're thinking probably, like, every 10, 20, you know, kind of increment like that. Right. And uh, we'll be maybe doing another NFT here down the road. Might be doing 100 E. Maybe a legendary. Might be a legendary. <laughs> might be a hype girl sweatshirt. Might yeah. Might be anything. And, and, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, we, we take a lot of inspiration from, from different projects and how their mint goes forward and how, how things go. and. Uh, there's a couple projects that I, I really do um, love their approach to some of these things. And I think part of the reason I just brought it up is because I just saw uh, C-Squatch hopped in there and he's got his crypto hippos in there. Uh, but, I mean, they they are amazing at their slow mint process. Uh, they, did, they did an absolute amazing job with that. Um, and then another project called Medicated Mice does an amazing job with their bounties. I mean, they've been minting now for Month, a couple months, two months yeah. maybe. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it was a slow mint right off the bat. And I, I actually, I used to be a whale in that project. Uh, and when they came out with this second collection, I actually, uh, I aped out of it, uh, if, if that's a term. But I liquidated all my stuff. I was basically like, hey, man, like, you got some other stuff you got to work on. I don't think launching another collection right now at the exact same price as your first collection, you know, within a couple months of each other. 
I didn't think that was uh, it was a great move. So I was like, all right, I'm out for now. Um, that being said, I mean, they're, they're bounties. They, he does an amazing job at that. Uh, you know, he's getting consistent mints every week. And then on top of that, he, uh, he's been making a lot of strides with the actual product development. Actually, he, uh, they actually opened up their dispensary this past week, um, online. So I actually ordered some Delta eight gummies for medicated mice to see, uh, see what that is. Um, Sorry, um, good for you, man. I wasn't really listening. <laughs> hey, that's fine, dude. Because Whatever else you're talking about. I just, myself, I just realized Meta's in here talking crap to us. So what's he saying? I will smoke you in my Mustang. Pink slips? Question mark. Oh, that's what he's saying. Um, so don't tell any of the police officers around here. But I was doing a little bit of racing on the way home. I mean, I had like <laughs> five hours in this 500 horsepower car. Right. So this Volkswagen like pulled up next to me, and. Like, I mean, he downshifted and just, like, hammered on it, just was revving it next to me. I'm like, oh, this is what I was hoping wasn't going <laughs> to happen on the way home because I know I'm going to. So, yeah, dude, I just dusted him, like, I love it. in no time. But that's funny. Uh, that's funny, Meta. And then and then Meta goes, can I bet on Gunner's team? I got I got money for Gunner's team taking the dubs. I'll bet against Gunner's team if you want to make a bet. I mean, we're going to win tonight. We're I think oh. I, I think we're against the. The, the fire department. Or All something. right. Some, some people that never play ball, you know. Meta, let's do for next Monday. That'll be a little more competition. Oh, yeah. No, the 4th of July. Absolutely. That's, that's going to be a nuts, Meta, nuts game. Meta, what's our bet, man? I'll bet against Gunner. Oh, dude. Y- your Stang is supercharged. How many horse is that, dude? I don't know if I want to race. Wait, what did you say? You just. Next Monday, bet is on. I'll be. I'll bet on Gunner. I'll bet against him. All right. Yeah. Meta, w- Meta, we need a bet in chat right now, and I need to know how many horsepower your staying is because we might have another bet going. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and we need an airstrip. I need an airstrip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it. oh it, the 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 angst of waiting for Meta to nine hundred. All right, dude. Let's. Uh, I'll just ride with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> nine hundred horsepower. Seven fifty rear wheel. Yeah, you just All put right. it on a put some wings on the thing. Just take off. It, it, prime. Now I want a casino or betting shop installed in my yacht. That's actually kind of a cool idea. Right. Like you know, if we were you know, just have it, like the books just yeah <laughs> on, on stupid shit. Like yeah. hey, yeah, we're betting on, on yeah. if Gunner's gonna win is <laughs> yeah, who's against him, who's <laughs> with him. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a fun way to do bets because right now uh, in the cryptocurrency industry, everything's just, hey, I bet my token on here. Let's flip a coin and I win it or you win it. But like, if you just open it up on some dumb shit, like, all right, hey, Aaron is uh, driving to Milwaukee. Can he get there in less than three hours? <laughs> like, take a bet. You know, something yeah. dumb. Uh, I would make it happen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Meta, pr- want to be the bookie between me and Aaron? Haha. Haha. Like you read it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, question mark uh, um anyways guys yeah we're just having fun today yeah well i don't know i mean we kind of covered uh sort of what's going on i i suppose we can get into more a little bit on what what's up for the week and then and we'll probably end up closing out here pretty soon um but yeah we, we have some fun stuff right we're gonna be doing the trivia tonight we got our twitter space tomorrow we're gonna do another mega space on sunday uh we've got a few different mega spaces that we're joining in and hopping in and doing that um uh, from the dev side, uh, we got some pretty cool things cooking. Uh, we're still working on getting that promo video out for the the full interior walkthrough. Uh, you know, we're hoping right now that we can get it by end of week. Um, maybe push back a little bit just for like technological limitations there. 
But, um, yeah, that's the goal, to get it out so you guys can see some of the stuff. Uh, working on our, our beta test, and then we also have a potential sneak peek for you guys here in uh, the next maybe week or so on uh, on, on something. Yeah, on maybe. some stuff, man. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll show you some cool stuff. Yeah, we're excited. Um, <coughs> as for... Uh, my cash is clear, dude. <laughs> like yeah. I, I was looking at you, listening to what you were saying. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta remember to say that. I gotta remember to say that, and then I forgot. It was something about we're, what we're doing this, something we're doing this week. I don't know. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, bomber jackets, uh, Queen of Yachts. I don't believe is in here at the moment, but I'm playing with those, man, and it's, it's interesting. I'm just trying to make it cool and make it work because. What we want with the bomber jackets is it to be kind of like covered in stuff, I would think, you know, a little bit. And um, I'm playing with some like different like logo ideas like that I'm making on my own for different things that like are a part of this VIP made like diamond. Maybe we talked about that and whatever. But the <coughs> the few jackets I've found are kind of limited to the spots that we can put them. So I'm wondering maybe we make the bomber jacket a little bit more simple and then we go with a sweatshirt or something that's kind of like the v friends you know it's got all the stuff all over it but i've been kind of keeping in with uh queenie yachts getting some ideas as well from and you know so we're gonna work on that and i hopefully have the bombers out this weekend or this week and then we're gonna be doing i would love that i want i want one of those jackets me too we're gonna be doing some cool stuff with those as well um and then um obviously different levels of ownership you get different discounts in our um in our merch store but there is a section on there that is holder exclusive and all of those um access codes are going to be able to work for holder exclusive but nobody else will be able to purchase holder exclusive so um for sure the bomber jackets are going to be a holder exclusive thing right, that makes sense and um you know for vips there might be a little bit even more exclusive thing uh but Majority of the hype girl stuff is going to be holder exclusive as well. I know how pumped people get about Aaron's mom in uh, Twitter spaces and Discord and everything. So um, we're going to make that kind of special, most of that kind of special for holders just because, um, you know, a lot of a lot of the holders have a great relationship with Aaron's mom. And, you know, that's just kind of something that's dear and dear to all of us. I mean, we... we um, talked with the hill the, on the one space um when he came on and was talking about Aaron's mom being in there and how he just you know he loves having that having that angle and that uh that the motherly love yeah the, exactly the exact that is yeah. exactly it so um we're doing something special for mom making her her own kind of like hype girl deal but a lot of that's going to be exclusive to holders so that's really exciting for everybody yeah and uh, we're going to try and you know do some fun stuff with that too some Pink and purple and whatever, you know, make hyper hype girl stuff, and right. then you know have some lazy logos on it or whatever. But, um, you know, I mean, it's pretty obvious I'm creative. I like being creative. But what's really interesting about the way I'm creative is that I can't be creative until I'm ready. In some instances, like when I have to, s when I sit down to the design a logo or something, I have to have a preconceived idea because otherwise I get like writer's block or drawing block where I'm just looking at a blank piece of paper, you know, or on right. procreate. So, um, sometimes like just got to wait for the exact inspiration to hit me and I'm waiting for that to come. 
and I've got some cool ideas for like those different logos I was telling you of like how how we could kind of like make different you know like you know like I like on a captain's jacket normally there's like captain or you know they got some like an anchor or a compass or whatever you know right. so I want to try and utilize those things but make it obviously lazy eight fun and you know I just got to find the inspiration for exactly how those are going to look because like the lazy eight logo I just found that inspiration cuz the the lazy eight logo now is not my original drawing right but the original concept of the anchor with the rope and the lazy eight around it was my drawing so like I found that inspiration right away and then it was just like a fine tuning after that right um but yeah just just and and it, creatively I'm not satisfied until I find that anyways because then I'm forcing it. So I'm really excited to sit down, hopefully this afternoon at some point, with right. some inspiration. Because <laughs> uh, Aaron's mom's been sending me quite a bit of stuff lately. She's like, oh, this logo's cool. This logo's cool. And I'm, like, compiling them all in my head of, like, you know, kind of, like, layering over each other to see what pieces I like and the ideas. So it's really fun. Um, also, YouTube's doing great. YouTube channel's doing great. I didn't get to post as many videos as I wanted last week. We were having an issue with the camera, but I did get all the podcasts out. Today we'll post this as a podcast, um, and I'll hopefully have the video up today. I'm going to try and get this video up today. I think I've got it all dialed. Now, there's so many moving parts right. with making content, especially when we're trying to like record it from here and the camera to... Yeah, we've got like two <laughs> two different cameras, three cameras here, you know. Yeah, and but yeah, so... Um, you know, we're moving along with that and then, uh, give you guys a little fill in on the, on the HQ, the headquarters, um, got, got a bunch of tools there now and kind of got the shop area set up. Um, and I wanted yeah, to, I walked over the other day and Aaron's sitting there in a forklift, just moving shit around, like, <laughs> like getting walls set up and yeah, it's, it's looking really cool. Um, the graphic machine, I'm getting that set up. I, I got it turned on, plugged into my computer, got some stuff downloaded Saturday afternoon. Um, got it you know, continue on that. It's like, you know, it just got to that point where it's like couldn't focus anymore because there were so many things I had to do to make that machine uh work. So I'm very close to having that work where we're gonna be able to utilize that. There's a big wall that that main wall, um, we're able to print well, we will be able to print like canvas banners um uh, with this machine as soon as I get it done and set up. And this wall is like fifteen feet high. And I believe the printing machine can print a five foot wide banner as long as you can make it. So five foot width is the max, but as long as the roll is, you can make it. So what I'm thinking about doing is taking yacht number one, who one of our community, amazing community members won uh, recently and cutting it into three sections and printing it on three really long banners so that you can have the whole yacht across the whole wall in the shop. And then Bullfrog sitting right there anyways. So we could have the, you know, the sword's going to be there. and um, So, like, that's just going to be a really cool backdrop right? as soon as we're able to make that happen. We got a lot of cool plans for the creative direction of, um, you know, utilizing uh, the space that you guys can be immersed in from afar through the YouTube channel and, and podcasts and things like this. And then also the, the ability and opportunity that it gives us to create further um, and uh, kind of set up the offices there. My uncle said he was going to have uh, most of all of his stuff out here in the next few days in the office area. So cool. I'm thinking, I'm don't mark my words, but I'm hoping that Monday we can do the first podcast there. 
That'd be sweet. Um, I'm going to try and get everything over there this weekend, get it set up there. Hopefully I have the lighting quite a bit better. <laughs> I think that's the most difficult part down here is the lighting. Um, but yeah, guys, um, just working hard and we're just keep powering away, keep making stuff happen. Um, I apologize if I'm not on discord sometimes as much as people want to ask me questions, but I'm, I'm creating, I'm trying to make this awesome for everybody. And there's a lot of work to be done. Like, from my from my angle away from the computer as well because you know creating and and just having an amazing studio down here has been awesome but i'm really excited to see like what i'm going to be able to create when we have more space and higher ceiling and better lighting and right more options yeah well so that's kind of where we're at with that and this week it's going to start i mean i got all the tools and all the shop stuff there that's what i wanted to do first while my uncle was still getting some stuff out of the office area um so that we're ready to hit the ground running building you know, right, right as soon as he's out and get it all cleaned up, get some walls painted cool, get some lazy logos up. Um, he had a big sign on the front of the building for his company and he and I took it down on Saturday and, uh, just put a fresh coat of paint on it Saturday and Sunday and I'll get some lazy eight shit up there, huh? Yeah, man. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that's, hopefully I get another coat on today and I don't, next couple of days we'll have lazy eight yacht club up on the front of a building. So that'd be kind of cool. Fucking A. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, I suppose uh, on that, I mean, we could probably start closing yeah. out here. But man, we g- we get going, Gunner, and then it's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's an hour's <laughs> over, and we're like, we don't even realize it. Right. It's awesome, guys. We're kind of all over today. We got some good info in there, and then some BS in today. A um, lot of BS, a lot of good info, mostly BS. But yeah. you know, we're we're working yeah. on it. Hey, <laughs> hey it's I, about I, it. Hey, I can't wait to see how much the diaper fundraises tonight. Dude, that's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I know there'll be a dollar in there. From me. Oh, look at that. And no beer taken. So, hey, you'll be hey, ROI positive yeah, from the moment at, you start. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> I love it. But I appreciate everybody. We we appreciate every Lazy 8 appreciates everybody being in here today. We love talking to you guys. Didn't get too many questions from the audience today, but we did get some amazing comments. Yeah. So, I love it. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you guys so much. Um, and with that, we'll, we're going to be uh, closing out here. Uh, if you guys have any other questions, make sure to ask in general chat. Um you know, we out here. Uh, make sure you stop by and check out some trivia tonight in general. And movie uh, theme. hopefully win. Yeah, movie theme trivia. And hopefully you guys win a new hoodie. Yeah. And uh, the hoodie, I believe, don't mark my words again, but I believe there's a blue or a black and a white of that hoodie for sure. So we'll be able to choose colors as well who, for whoever wins that. Awesome. There's possibly a navy. I can't remember if I made that sweatshirt <coughs> navy or not, but I know it's in black and white. Um, really excited about that and um, yeah everybody have a great day thank you all for being here and we'll see you in general chat we'll see you in twitter spaces this week we'll see you at trivia we'll see you all over the place we love you all right love you guys peace out peace